Live, I'm your host Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast tonight, we've got a very special guest for our very special podcast tonight, Mr. Brendan Lowe, aka B. Lowey. I don't know. <laughs> the Lowrider. Lowrider. I prefer Wade's than yours. Do you? Yeah. B. Lowey. B. Lowey. Sounds a bit wrong. How are you, big fella? Very good. Wonderful. Glad and to be on the uh, the podcast finally. Oh, yeah, finally. Well, yeah. You know, he's been hounding us he's, for weeks. He's a big fan of the show. He is. Uh, and of course, on the pots and pans, the man himself. Yes, Wade Copson. G'day out there. We've got to, no girls on the podcast today. It's no? a guys oh, only okay. podcast. So you know what? You can undo the top button. You're going to say undo your pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you can. That's how we get comfortable here on the Geek Speak podcast. I, I, I was talking about the top button of my pants, not okay. my shirt. Yeah, you can do the shirt if you just want to be. But you're wearing well, a t shirt. No so it's so. going to be very awkward trying to yeah. undo that. Um, <clears> a pair of scissors? <laughs> I don't want to see that, mate. I no. really don't. Anyway, as I said, very special podcast because we're going to talk. Batman thing. It's today. our Batman special here on Geek Speak Live. Yeah, you know why I've got uh, Brendan Lowe in for um, for tonight, Ginge. Well, I could probably tell by his shirt. <laughs> this guy is a diehard Bat fan. Now, Brennan, a little bit of background about you. You're, uh, you live in Brisbane. Yes. Former Toowoomba boy. Yes, lived here yes. for 26 years. Brisbane Married to a lovely two. girl who uh, understands that you're a Bat fanatic. When I met her, she was wearing a Batgirl shirt. Oh, really? Need so it was love at more. first sight. Kind of was, yeah. <laughs> Did you go home and jerk off? <laughs> <laughs> we no. get straight to the deep and meaningful uh, issues. So when you said week. you don't edit this show, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you work in retail, but... I do. You work in media, retail media. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, as in you sell all pop culture kind of stuff, movies yeah, I worked and music. Yeah, um, worked at WOW for seven and a half years. Now before, Yeah, I got out before all that happened. Did that, how, how did that come around? Is it because of you or... No. Did you, you secretly ruin the company? I left before it happened. Well, you, well the, I did leave before it happened and then look what you know. Well, it's just like those, those guys on Wall Street that like sold all their bonds and then jumped six out months the before it happened and went, oh, I had nothing to fucking do with it. No. Anyway, no, so that was actually very sad. Uh, uh, now I'm working at, um, at JB down yep. in Brizzy in the Queen Street Mall. Not a sponsor of us, but anyway. No, it's, they um, can be if they'd like to. Yeah. <laughs> they can play this podcasting. Better than WoW. But aren't there, WoW's online now. You can buy... Apparently. So. Can we not get into that Sorry. anyway? Sorry. Can we get to the point? So Let's get back how, to the Batman special. How many years have you been working in that kind of industry? Almost ten. So you've seen About a eight, lot eight of and a half, you've yeah. seen a lot of cool collections come out, like the uh, DVD, the special uh, Batman movie collections, oh, all that yeah. kind of stuff. I that actually, was a good day, actually. I remember you hunting <laughs> through the stock at your local uh, place of employment, trying to get the lowest the number lowest on the special number. edition, yeah, was, limited was, edition. I can't remember how many they were meant to be. Was it ten thousand or something? And I, I ended up with, I think my brother got double uh, something something zero zero seven which is a Bond fan I wanted to get but then I found a six <laughs> yeah. like that's mine I can't remember Noah. it, I, can't remember I, I, it. I, I got an 07486 so that's fucking nowhere <laughs> yeah, I can't even remember mine it's at home somewhere yeah but I sure. found the lowest numbers that I could get anyway which yeah. is really cool it's playing into his whole name there the yeah. low thing you know what I mean um, but you have <laughs> been a match <laughs> that was a stretch out of Corin. it was uh, a segue right there you have been a massive bat fan since you were a little kid since I was five Holy 28 man. now. You beat Ginger and I because we got in when we were teenagers mm. uh, in, in high school. I, I do remember, however, as a kid, I had a uh, a homemade Batman sort of cape and, and mask thing that mum had made. But you know what? That comes as no surprise to me because anyone who knows our um, direct, co-director here and co-creator, Wade Copson, will know that this motherfucker can do it. He's like MacGyver, okay? <laughs> he can make anything. I saw him make a dildo a, um, out of a toaster give him a and a ball of string and he'll make you stick it on a malfoil. <laughs> Although, I think, admittedly, it was an ugly-looking dildo, Jim. To be fair, I think anyone who's a Batman fan made their own mask and cape and... I was actually... You know what I used kid, to do as a kid? Like, I, for me, it wasn't a Batman running around Batman. I was a Ghostbuster nut. I used yeah, to make um, homemade too. proton packs and really? stuff like that. Backpack, My sister and I used to run around. Backpack yeah, on the back. Yeah, I used like to do that. that. Rolled up newspaper with a thing of string as the, as the thing. <laughs> That's and really cool. Painted and all if, that. Yeah. If we're talking about costumes, the, yes. the biggest friggin' shit fight was when Brendan asked me to help him with a Batman costume for Halloween <laughs> a couple of years ago. <laughs> yep, yep. As adults, right? Yes. Yeah, I was twenty. I was 23. I was 21 because it was for a 21st and, and, and good and, friend Tim and Brendan said oh can you just give me a hand like going to the shops and telling me what stuff I need to buy I yeah. didn't know what to get I, I got the really good mask off eBay but yeah. that's for the rest of the suit like I bought the muscle it thing from tacky, the didn't it oh it actually turned out alright <laughs> the, the right. muscle pack but, the thing from the party but hut, the, thing, it black the biggest problem was the story. cape <laughs> the biggest thing was the cape yeah. and we're thinking oh, well what kind of material can you have as a cape you know, and it come down to the fact, well... Spandex. Spandex. And we didn't stretchy. think it, We didn't think of this. We didn't think of any... <laughs> because we, we, knew, it, we knew what it was for. Yeah, we knew it was for a cape. It wasn't we gay or anything. Fun. No. no. Yeah, so the Sheila's cut off two metres of spandex, and then she's folded it up and handed back to you. Like, I'm standing there looking around, and she goes... 
there's your spandex boys. It's just like, have fun with that, boys. And, <laughs> and, like, hey, and hey, that's hey, when hey. it finally dawned on us. We were like, oh, no. They don't know that it's for a fancy dress party. There's two guys buying black spandex. And you know mm. what? That would have been an ugly picture of you two together. Fucking wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> hey, Brendan would have been the bitch. Let me say now. <laughs> On record. Um, and you actually have also dressed up as villains. You were Red Hood a couple of years ago. Yeah, I did Halloween. Red Hood for your Halloween thing. Last year I was the Riddler. The Riddler. You were leaving clues all around I was the, uh, that was really the good street fun. that the shop was, based, uh, was located in and all day long. I have another one coming up, actually. Really? Another yeah. fancy dress? Mm. It's going to be Bat-themed, obviously. Yes, for yeah. the Dark Knight Rises oh, You're finally giving in and you're dressing up as Batgirl as you get the stilettos. <sighs> no, they're at home. <laughs> I'm not going to do that in public. <laughs> or Batwoman. No, no, she... No, I'm not going to say that. Mind you, you know what? Your missus could dress up as Batgirl, you could go as Batwoman, and that would make one awful porn video, <laughs> wouldn't it, really? <laughs> well, Batwoman is a lesbian, right? In the comics, she is, yes. She is, yes. But, but uh, I just want to say that Brendan's question... Costume that From he did years ago. ago. That's, that was that's awesome. That's best costume of the night, actually. Yeah, yeah, actually. Wonderful stuff. You're very cluey, Connie. That was guy. a complete flick, though, that question costume. It was. Because you just it? walked into like Lifeline and found that went, a blue, it, that's a it. A blue trench coat. I was looking for a yellow shirt and found a blue trench coat for like, I think it was 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah. And it fit. And I'm like, yep. But now I've got another costume on the way for the Dark Knight Rises premiere for our good friend Nick Scottney. Yep, wonderful. Mm. Fantastic. So there's pl- plenty it's of a things Nolan, the Nolan themed. Oh, we're going to get along to all that kind of stuff. You're going to be later. No. Nolan themed out of the Nolan. There's no Robin in, in the Nolan movies that well, we know of yet. Yes. Mm, well, room, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's coming out in spoilers. A couple of weeks, there'll be uh, Batman. Was it Dark Knight Rises? Dark Knight Rises, nineteenth um, of, of July. Nineteenth of July, the day here. before America. Wonderful, fantastic. So I've you're deliberately all... not watched any trailers. It's hard that because the first I... trailer I watched. I'm going to so many movies lately, and I can't help. Like every time I go to a movie, up comes the Dark Knight Rises. You know, trailer, I was waiting. I'm, I'm sick of it, actually. I was waiting for the longest time. You won't believe this. I had not seen a Dark Knight Rises trailer on the big screen till last Friday. Oh, really? Yep. The Means second time, out. the second time I saw Rock of Ages, yep. I was expecting it the first time. It was Warner Brothers' last big movie before it hits, and they showed uh, Step Up. Oh, five or six, whatever it is. Because it'd be in 3D, too. Well, it is. Step up because 3D, is, no one gives a fuck. The screen widened, and I'm like, it's going to be Dark Knight, it's going to be Dark Knight. Step up. I'm like, I said, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, they're showing this shit. And then I went back and saw Rock of Ages the week later with a friend of mine, and I would just sat there cross-armed the whole time waiting for the trailers to be over. Yep. Screen widened. And that already shown Step Up, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what this would be. Then the DC logo, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> you finally get to see it on the big screen. You made a mess in your pants, didn't you? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Thank God that friend wasn't me because the way you're doing the hand motions, they're tapping on the, to the other hand. Yeah. Right? That scares me. Um, thank God you're on the opposite side of the podcast table tonight. Um, I was going to get. Let's get straight down into it, okay? Now you do read uh, the comics, you mm-hmm. watch the movies, the cartoons, all that kind of stuff. I didn't read the comics for a few years there. You didn't? No, I you got stopped. out of it for a little while. I stopped when Batman's when Bruce Wayne stopped me in Batman. I stopped reading. So for you, Bruce Wayne has to be Batman. You couldn't wrap your head around the fact that someone else could fill in. Like you've read Nightfall, where Jun- yeah, uh, and I also liked the Batman Beyond series. Yep, but in the comics, you was but it- Bruce Wayne. But in Batman Beyond, Bruce Wayne is still kind of Batman. Yeah, he's still calling the shots, and it's his way. Or I don't know. I just and the fact that I. I just can't get into Grant Morrison. That's the problem. A lot of people didn't help. Out, a lot of people got out of, of uh, the Batman comics when Grant Morrison because started, I stopped. Started writing I them. stopped really enjoying them. Yep. For a long time before R.I.P. and it didn't really click. And when I went back and was like, when did I really stop liking this when stuff? Grant Morrison, Grant Grant Morrison yeah. came on. I'm just like, no, I did. Funny that a lot of customers uh, say the same thing. Some, like, yeah, I, either, I think in, it's in, a case of you either love him or hate him. Like, I worked I know, in comics retail myself, and, and, and that was the feeling from a lot of customers. But now that we've got Scott Snyder doing Court of Owls and oh, Night of Owls, fantastic. Just amazing. People got back into Batman, and they're like, yep. this is how Batman should be. So uh, are you enjoying the run at the moment? Love it. Now, um, spoiler alert, if you still haven't read Batman number 10, then you're living under a rock. Get your finger out, go and read it. You'll love it. We're going to spoil, we're going to talk about uh, what happens in it here right now because you've read it. Mm-hmm. Ginge hasn't, so we're going to kind of sell it to him a little bit. Okay, here. sell it to me. Okay, Batman number 10, the revelation at the very end that the talent that he's been uh, facing off against, that has been setting everything up, yep. turns out it's Thomas Wayne Jr., Bruce's brother, who was put into an institution at a very young age. When his parents died, the, the funding for that institution dried up and the kids were abused and everything else, so he's got even worse, and he has come back to sort revenge for being the lost Wayne, essentially. Is, is mm. that, that's what I took from that's Brendan. That's pretty much, yeah. Pretty much what you Did took. I, yeah. Did you like the revelation, the twist? It's funny because I don't... 
I mean, I'm a, I do like new Batman stories and stuff, but at the same time, I'm a Batman traditionalist. Like, I like Batman facing off against the rogues gallery and yep. kicking ass and stuff like that. I don't normally like that kind of stuff. Yep. I didn't mind it. It was good, wasn't it? was good, it? yeah. Did you see it coming? No. Okay, because uh, there was criticisms on Greg Capullo, the artist, like yeah, I know months you, I ago. Know what you're say. In the first couple of issues, <laughs> fans were online going, "Why is he drawing drawing this character called Lincoln March, who's a, like a mayoral candidate? Yep. Why does he look so similar to Bruce Wayne?" People were online going, "Oh, Greg Capullo's just been lazy because he can't he, he can't and, draw different characters." Yeah. Mm. And you know what? Now you read that and go, "He was setting up purposely." He was selling it. Meant to look a bit like Bruce Wayne because they're meant to be brothers. Yep. He knew from an early start what the storyline was heading towards and had started putting that in the early issues that this guy started looking a bit like let, let me put it this way and I know like if Jess's brother listens to this <laughs> <laughs> I liked the reveal of his brother yep more than I ever liked the reveal of his son oh Damien I hate Damien it depends Damien he's a snot nosed little prick and when they relaunched <laughs> when, they, really when they relaunched the new 52 I'm like you beauty there won't be any Damien it'll be back to being Tim or even Dick I, you know I didn't know and yep Damien's still in there. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I actually don't mind him. He grows on you after a while. He's one of those characters. Like, if he's just nothing for me, there's nothing redeeming about him. He just constantly shits. Well, you're stuck with him, so man up. (laughs) Um, But there you go. So, you you do read the comics. um, You got into the animated series, obviously, when you were a kid. That's how Wade and I got into Batman. Yeah, pretty much. Batman the animated series. I was already into Batman, but Batman the animated series, I mean. Well, Bef- pushed it in well, towards a more well, before, serious tone before I Batman the animated series you only really had the 60s show and the first two movies yep. so any of the villains that didn't feature in those shows I didn't really know so I didn't even know until I was like nine or so that there was a Two-Face a Poison Ivy a Firefly a Ventriloquist I'd yep. never heard of them because they were I was so well in that uh, animated series yeah, weren't they yeah absolutely um, you know, and, and for me that will always be the pinnacle of, of Batman animation like I've I've watched the Batman and I've tried to watch Batman Brave and the Bold things like that none of it works for me it's not Batman oh, unless I, I enjoy them but it's unless not unless Mark Hamill's voicing the, the Joker and uh, what's his name does Kevin Batman Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Conroy for Batman if they're not doing the voices for me it'll if they want to read a comic today yeah, and it's really a does. Joker comic yep. Mark Hamill's voice is, the, is doing the soundtrack in my mind and it's always Kevin Conroy's voice as Batman while, when I read a comic today while you're talking about this yes I just have to say I don't know if you guys like sort of you know giving a shout out for somebody else's podcast on here but anyone who listens to oh, this oh shout away we're, we're whores <laughs> we're, anyone we're who listens to this who loves the animated series yep needs to get onto a podcast by Kevin Smith called Fat Man, Man on, on Batman. Batman. Yep. It has been four episodes so far and each of them has it's it's the premise is it's meant to be someone who has had something to do with Batman over the years. Yeah, in some whether in it some be way. comics, movies, whatever. There's been four episodes each episode has featured someone from the animated series. Cool. The first one. There was something you were telling me the other week about. Um, was it uh, was it Tim Curry? Yeah. Well, Tim Curry was meant to do a voice. Can you t- tell, yeah, tell the listeners who? Well, anyway, the first episode was Paul Dini. Yep. Two and three were both Mark Hamill. It was a two-parter, and the third one, that is the fourth one that I listened to this morning, was Tara Strong. He did Batgirl. Yep. But the Mark Hamill, the two Mark Hamill ones were brilliant. Like it's essentially three hours because it's split over two episodes of just Hamill talking and it it's fascinating and he was talking about stuff that you know even i didn't know about yeah um and one of them was that just left me gobsmacked was tim curry was originally cast to play the joker so much so i can yeah Yeah, his voice so much so so perfect for it he i think he did seven episodes or something he'd recorded the the episodes oh wow yeah yep um, and then they decided they want to go in a different direction because I, I can remember this show. I don't know if you guys can. It was a Saturday morning cartoon here called Peter Pan and the Pirates. Channel 10 used to show it. You've left us cold. Um. Anyway, Channel 10 used to show it. Tim Curry played Captain Hook yep. on that show. And apparently his Joker was kind of just like his Captain Hook. There oh, wasn't right much on. difference there. Yeah. Um, and Hamill, I didn't realise, played a character... In The Flash... No, no, no. Uh, no? Well, yeah, he did the trickster. But he played a character in... Oh, I've lost it now. I think it may have been on Leather Wings. Yep. Like a really early animated series episode. Um, he just played... He played the guy... No, it was on Heart of Ice. Sorry. He played the businessman yep. who screwed over Victor Freeze. Because ah, okay. he thought they originally wanted him for Mr. Freeze. Yep. And he played... Um, I can't remember the character's name. He played the character who essentially set up the downfall for Victor Freeze and, you know, ended up being the 
awesome Mr. Freeze story that Deanie wrote, but um, he wanted to come back and be like, a, he wanted to be an original villain or he wanted to do something like Clayface or the ventriloquist or something like that. He actually thought the ventriloquist was a creation of that show. He didn't realise that somebody else had created Alan either. Grant, actually, yeah. in the comics, had created um, <clears throat> the ventriloquist. Um, yeah, so he, when they called him in for an audition for the Joker, he didn't really care because he didn't think he was going to get it. He's like, there's no way they'll cast Luke. <laughs> like, there's no way they'll cast Luke Skywalker. How many times do you hear that in the Hollywood Joker. when yeah. the person rocks up and goes, oh, I really haven't got a shot of this. They do it their own way anyway because they've got no expectation. They do it no holds barred. Yeah, and that's when they get the role. Yeah, they, they, don't go in, they, they, they kind of go in with you know, very little expectation, like, I'm not going to get this, and it turns out to be the best, um, yeah. best yeah. thing of their career. And, and even, you know, I don't want to steal the thunder, and you need to listen to, this pod, to, the, to the Kevin Smith podcast, but the amount of voice work that he's done like, oh, like, yeah. for years yeah. Yeah. before Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's fantastic. Do you know who I'll always think of him as? Cockknocker from Cockknocker. Uh, <laughs> but I mean these two podcasts <clears throat> are said it's essentially three hours of just Mark yeah. Hamill talking. They don't talk about Star Wars once. Yep. It's, it's all just about Batman. It's all about Batman and what led up to him playing the Joker. Um, and there's talk Kevin Smith thought it was genuine, but it's only talk. Because he said that Arkham City was his swan song yep. from the Joker. Yep. And he said to his daughter, if they do an animated movie or something of the killing joke, I'd come back. And Kevin Smith thought that actually announced the killing joke. It's not. It's just there's a, a Facebook page with God knows how many likes, whatever. It's an online petition. It'd be cool to see to that get animated. DC do the killing joke and Mark Hamill play the joke. DC, if you're fucking listening, we want the it's killing so joke and make sure it's Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy doing Batman. Well, otherwise, yeah, Kevin Conroy would only have two lines in the whole thing. Otherwise, because <laughs> Batman only shows up at the end. Otherwise, we're going to send uh, Brendan is actually going to send Anthrax to you. There you <laughs> oh, go. really? Yeah, we're just Dob Jr. You're a terrorist w- wearing wearing a spandex black cape. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So that's. Uh, can I just quickly make mention of the fact that my favourite cameo voice in the Batman animated series is um, Adam West. The Grey Ghost. The Grey Ghost. That was I only watched episode. that episode again the other week, and I love that episode. In that, in the uh, Mark Hamill podcast, they keep going back to the episode, The Man Who Killed Batman, with this little weedy guy, Sid the Squid, who it looks like he's he accidentally killed Batman. He's yeah. Yeah. down on his luck yeah. guy, just accidentally, everything happens to him, all through no fault of his own, um, and how the Joker reacts to Batman dying. And yeah. there's a scene, in not a scene, there's a part in the podcast where Hamill just does this big speech out of the show and hearing him go from his voice to the Joker like that yeah. it's, it's brilliant He's got like you need there, to listen he? to mm. it it's such a good show do yourself a favour folks if you haven't actually watched those Batman animated uh, episodes from Batman the animated series you can get a massive box set today that collects all of them you'll find them online some of your better retailers in, uh, in yeah. Australia for some reason over them. here they only ever release season one on DVD, yeah, but um, uh, you can now four get, seasons. You can now get this big box set. I've actually yeah. got it at home. It's wonderful. You can sit there and work your way right. There's a little place in Brizzy called DVD King that actually stocks all the animated plug, plug, series. Plug, plug, There you go. Uh, great place, and we uh, we hope to be doing more stuff with them in the near future. Um, moving along now to the '60s TV series. Now, I was saying earlier when we were uh, so we're not the podcast, doing this chronologically. Then no, <laughs> look, I'll pick shit out where I want. Right, we'll, we'll talk t- about t- it. Tell tell us how how you got got into Batman because essentially. Batman in the 60s is pretty much the, the, the earliest incarnation it's a, it's, that it's most a jumping of us... stone for a lot of people, but not for me. I didn't get in, as I say, until I was in uh, beginning 13 of 13 years old. 13 years of age, so I got in with the animated been series. around the time of yeah, Batman Forever yeah. and stuff. A lot of people our age got in, though, earlier watching reruns of the 60s uh, yep. TV series. Not for me. You guys did. You enjoyed bits and pieces of it, and... I, I've never I've been a fan of it. I've as, as I watched the Batman the movie, the sixties movie, yeah. and the TV series, I Is that kind the of bat shark repellent. Yeah, yeah. that's out of yeah. the movie. Yeah. See what I mean? I, like, I can never get see. Into it. See, uh, I never understood the fact that it was supposed to be a comedy. Did you look at it as I a serious always watched thing? It, as a kid, yeah. I, I, I watched yeah. it as a serious thing. I I kind of put out of my head all the. Abs- absurd parts to it and just accepted it <laughs> as well. You go back and watch the A Team now; it's pretty. Messed up. Hey, 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 hey. Never knocked <laughs> the eight. MacGyver. Now, now, now MacGyver is realistic from, from then until can now. Can I just ask, can anyone ever tell me, did MacGyver make a dildo <laughs> 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 out of like a toaster and string on that show? Because I keep hearing, it's a, it's a common thing keeps popping up. 
but yeah, like the, I, I took Batman the 60s series and TV show as yep. a serious thing uh, until I got to high school, uh, 13 years old, yep. when it started being replayed after school and you mm. went, oh. This is shit. This is kind <laughs> of a little bit... other movies and stuff too. Well, and you had right. comparisons to make. Like, yeah. have, you didn't. I have respect for it, for what it did for the franchise <laughs> and everything else, but it did more damage than good, to be honest. Oh, because it did. We, you know... Whenever you people found out, it took twenty years to shake that. Yeah, whenever people found that out that tag. you were a fan of Batman, now we'd had all of a sudden. At that stage, we'd had the two awesome Tim Burton films, and the Joel Schumacher Batman Forever was just coming out. Right, mm-hmm. Batman was hot, but anytime you said, uh, "Oh, I enjoy Batman," everyone would just go, "Oh, no, 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 yeah. Batman!" Oh, we'll go so pal, cool. Biff, pal, Biff, yeah. yeah. And you know, it's, even today, it still happens. People go, "Oh, Batman." We've had so many awesome movies, animated um, features, everything else with Batman today, but that stigma from the 60s still sticks. And I think in the long run, people go, oh, you've got to look back at it from you know, in more innocent eyes. Mm. I can't. I look at it and go, it did a lot of damage to well, the franchise. Like I said, I, I'll, honestly, I can remember clearly the first day... Batman was introduced. I thought he was going to say the first day he lost his virginity. Was it to the sixties <laughs> Batman? Can remember that clearly too. Yeah. No. Oh, no. <laughs> so what was that? But like, I tell that story. Craig? <laughs> <laughs> What's it like? <laughs> um, no, I I was five years old. Um, was in preschool, yep. and I used to sit at my grandparents' place after school every day because mum and dad were at work. Oh, I'm you can remember back to preschool, Ginger. Dude, I can't, I can't remember yesterday. yesterday yeah. Clearly, anyway. Um, we used to watch all the ABC shows. Yep. So like Sesame Street and all that stuff had finished. And um, this particular afternoon, there was something on the ABC and they had to stop the kids shows early. Yep. And I still was about 40 minutes away from being picked up. My grandmother was looking through the TV guide and said, oh, Batman's on channel 10. Yep. I said, what's Batman? Said, oh, you, I think she said, oh, your mum used to watch it when she was little, like back in the 60s. I'll put it on. You're dubbing your mum in there for a rate. <laughs> well, it would have been reruns. Um, and I just, from that day... You became a fan. And I can still... It was the Egghead episode. With oh, Vincent God. Price. With Vincent Price. Yep. Wow. Oh, and what a nugget. <laughs> I, as a five-year-old kid, it was, it was hardcore, serious. These guys are bad guys. Batman is the good guy. Yeah. And yeah. that, that was, uh, so that was that, in 1989. And as a kid, it looked like a live-action cartoon. Yeah, and because that, it was 89, it was being rerun because the, uh, the first Burton movie was about to come out. Yeah. And it was right around, the, it was that exact same time that Batmania hit. Mm. So I got into this character, and all of a sudden there was Batman shit everywhere <laughs> in terms of merchandise like literally didn't, didn't your grandparents clean <laughs> no what were they doing guano everywhere so that's, that's illegal there Brendan yeah but it, it it was just almost like the perfect mm. storm and then like I said you know that was 23 years ago and here I am today on a podcast talking still about still sitting there dressed in, uh, in, in Batman a Batman t-shirt, t-shirt. Yeah. t-shirt there you go but um, the Batman and Brave the and the Bold show. cartoon series tried to tap into that 60s it nostalgia has, yes. very much Diedrich Bader as the yes. voice of Batman um, I will never forget him from Kevin Smith's James Holland <laughs> Bob Stroke Back as the security I, guard. I, every time I hear his voice, well, I think of his party. character in uh, the Drew Carey Drew show. Drew Carey show, yeah. Or yeah. as Jed Clampett from the, the, the Beverly, Beverly Hillbillies movie. Yeah, I go oh, to God, Drew Carey straight away. Yeah. A fair ways back. Um, but yeah, like, so they try to tap into that 60s nostalgia with Batman Brave. And, and the Bold. look of it, yeah. Yeah, and the music and the car. And, and I, I, I'm honest, I can't get into it. I think it's definitely built in for a younger generation. But hope yet, Bat fans, there is a new Batman animated series coming. Beware um, the Batman. Beware the Batman, which they promise will probably tap a little bit more into fans of the animated series, the original animated wow. series. So uh, keep an eye out. That's coming out later this year or early next year. Looks pretty good. And Alfred looks like a hard ass, doesn't he? You've he's seen meant all to, that? He's meant to have like a gun and fight. And cool. That's what we want to see. Guitar, Alfred, guitar's in it. I thought you were going to say a guitar. What the fuck, man? <laughs> hey, man, Alfred can have a gun and a fucking guitar because you know what? <laughs> Alfred is cool. He's not El Mariachi. <laughs> <laughs> it's Desperado animated. Um, now let's talk movies. Bat movies. This is where yes. we're going to start some shit. We're, uh, <laughs> shit. Ginger's come prepared shit to fight. Shit is about to get real. Right. Okay. okay. Brendan, we usually agree to disagree. Well, actually, no, I just let that tell you you're fucking wrong. <laughs> all right. Um, Let's put all the Batman all DVDs out. DVD, okay. DVDs are on the Batman table. Batman 89. Yes. Batman Returns 92. Forever. Now, Batman can Forever. I, can I just start this discussion by saying hmm? I do love those movies. Yeah. Just like you guys because we're not too far apart in age I grew up with these movies yes Every, I think everybody loves at least three of the four original movies from the 80s and 90s yep and I do <laughs> I, 
I have such. Are you a saying l- you like bat nipples? <laughs> I have such a love for these movies. Yep. Now, okay, that's now, you, now that's you can continue. To Ginge, we've got original eighty nine Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. <clears throat> okay, okay. Now they're in a separate category of their own, right? Then we then get we the go Nolan to the reboot films. We get the reboot. You got Batman Begins and Batman: The Dark Knight. Okay? Wait, okay, just before we continue, because Wade will back me up on this. Yes, when we first went and saw. Batman. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> when we first went and saw Batman Begins, hey, 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 hey. my co-star, he will. You not saw it. Ambush you me. saw it with me twice <clears throat> in one day. Yes. And for months, over a year actually. Yes. Went on about how great it is, and it's perfect, and yes. it's done everything so well, and the realism, everything. Yes. And then, <laughs> did he not? Hey, he he said yes. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. For some reason, one day you just I came into the shop and you had turned on a dime. Yep. And Which is my prerogative, as Britney Spears would say. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you were just but, so anti these films. But the thing is, you saw Batman 89. I'm sure you saw Batman 89, and you went, you know what? I liked the fantasy element. Exactly. This is why we've of- been friends since high school. <laughs> Ginge knows me too well. I, I got so caught up in, in the hype around Batman Begins, everything else, it took me 12 months to step it back. Go and watch 89 Batman and Batman Returns again, right? What's that, 1991 it 92. came out? 92. 22, 20 years this month, actually, yep. since it came out. So this I, is quite fitting we're doing this. Thanks for that. <laughs> I, had to, um, I had to step back, and when I watched them and, and then rewatched Batman Begins, I realised that Christopher Nolan had lost the fantasy element for me, okay? Gotham City is essentially just Chicago, everyday Chicago. There's nothing gothic about it. Whereas Tim Burton made Gotham City a character all of its own. The architecture, the look of it, everything else. It was big. a place that was it was no basis in reality. Yeah, exactly, mm. right? Which is essentially why I read comics, because I don't want reality. I, yeah. we, we read that, comics to escape from reality. And, and, and that's what you say about the, the comics at the moment, that you don't like the fact that the bad guys are just drug runners. Drug dealers, yeah. mobsters and all that kind of stuff, you which want- is why I've loved Scott Snyder's run because he's bringing something else in, like this yeah. mysterious. It's like got a supernatural, element a, a to slight it. supernatural bent to it, right? Now, mm. it's, essentially, Batman probably should have that little bit of a, yeah. you know, thing to it. But that is why I turned around and, and, and kind of lost my love for Batman Begins. And then we have Batman Dark Knight, right? That came out. Everyone, the hype around it. Heath Ledger goes and carks it, right? Because he was a dickhead and took too many <laughs> sleeping pills and a bit of other stuff. Everyone carries on. It's a masterpiece. Is this, that, and the other I, thing? Okay. Can I? I'm going on record. You can uh, hit me on the Facebook page and, <laughs> and tell me what a dickhead I am or whatever else. It doesn't stress me. I will say it on record. That movie would not have got the Oscars, the amount of money, and everything else if Heath Ledger had lived. If it was so much nostalgia, you know, like um, sentimentality is what I'm yeah. looking for around that movie about Heath Ledger's death is why it did it, as good as it did. I can honestly say. I think that got it would have got more bums on seats without doubt. Um, I know quite a few people who weren't Batman fans who went and saw that movie, but then they came out the other side Batman fans. But and this is the thing that people always forget: Heath passed away in January two thousand and eight. The first trailer for that movie hit a month and a half before he passed away. The hype was already there. People yeah, online... It was, it was, it was, it was people, intensified by his death. I still because say Because the trailer it, got shown a lot more. Yeah, but, and you, but you had every media... The and, hype you know what? There was is, still there. There are still people who say Warner Brothers used it as a perfect marketing opportunity. They pushed, this is Heath Ledger's last film. Oh, you've got to see Heath Ledger in the role of his lifetime. The and media blah, 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 pushed and that. Blah, blah, blah. The media, I don't think Warner Brothers did so much because we all knew he was going to be I in the Imaginarium of Dr. Corporation. Of, of course Panassas. they would have done it. Don't At have time. faith in Warner Brothers, pal. No, I'm just saying... Because we, By the way, we all go on record as saying, if someone from Warner Brothers would like to pick us up, I'll make nice. You've just blown your chances. <laughs> I'll make nice. No, 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 no. no. We're, we're whores hey, for the media. We'll, we'll, we'll take the best fucking movie in Hollywood for, um, for Warner Brothers. Let, let me just say, okay, I really enjoyed Batman Begins, right? Yes. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed The Dark Knight. Yes. Both as movies. You're dead to me, but anyway. I, I enjoyed them <laughs> as movies. Yep. And I've said this before, I enjoyed... Christopher Nolan and Heath Ledger, because because Heath Ledger can't be but he he can't be the the point of reference for what the character is. because Christopher Nolan would have said, "I want you to do this," so he needs to take some of the blame as well. Hmm. I I like 
the 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 character was an in, was a good character, the Joker, right? Mm. But I don't see his interpretation of the Joker as what I see. No, the Joker I, character. I get where you come from. For me. Jack Nicholson is more closely resembling the my version of, of what the Joker should be, and they're more so in the animated, in the animated series. series. Oh, I think Mark, I think Hamill, Mark Hamill's pinni- that is the pinnacle of oh, what yeah. the Joker I, should be. I agree be. with that, and I'll just cause I'll, I'll just skip ahead a little bit here. I will actually mention Batman Under the Red Hood, the animated feature that oh, came out like a year brilliant. or so ago. Jo- uh, John DiMaggio as the yeah. Joker in that, he yep. was great. That's even more closely related to you know, like they should have got someone like him and put in the movie because his take on on the Joker. Yep. Clown, prince of crime, and hard, you know, hardcore. Heath Ledger, to me, just a maniac without a cause. Like, the Joker, yeah, he's a maniac, but he always kind of had a bit of a thing behind him. Like, as Jack Nicholson played him, he was this dapper prince of See, crime, this is, you know? This is where my argument is. And I'm going to aim this at Todd, because... <laughs> shoot away, sir, shoot away. If, yes, and I honestly believe this, mm-hmm. if they had made... A Batman movie in the rebooted series with a Joker that even closely resembled Jack Nicholson. Yep. They would have copped so much shit for copying Jack Nicholson, they had to do something different. And if they had done that, you would have been the first person there saying, they just fucking copy Jack Nicholson. No, do you know who would have played a better Joker? Johnny Depp. Get Johnny <laughs> Depp in there to play Joker. I still reckon Johnny Depp needs to play the, the, the Riddler. No, I always say um, Robin Williams as the Riddler. Robin Williams, yes, because Actually, of Memento. And, Memento and, mm-hmm. and one-hour photo and all that kind of stuff. Give me him as the Riddler. Yep. And I, I reckon Johnny Depp would have made a perfect He'd Joker. be a good Hugo Strange, actually. Actually, Robin can Williams. I just say, because we, we know Batman's getting rebooted in the next three, three and a half Fuck years. Fuck it, do it. Right? Well, they are. They're, they're rebooting it after Chris Nolan's you know, final film, after right, the which Dark is Dark Knight Rises. Um, they're going to go into a... They're, they're building towards a Justice League franchise. Let's hope that they cast Johnny Depp as the Joker and do it properly. Do you know um, Warner Brothers, after seeing The Dark Knight, when they were still, you know, if they were going to do a third one, if Nolan was going to come back, they wanted the Riddler and they wanted DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. See, that's what that, that was Warner Brothers' preference. That's the problem with Warner Brothers um, that they they just don't cast things properly. I still find. They, don't get me wrong. I'm going and. I'm on record here saying it. Batman Begins and Dark Knight. There's some good casting in there, like Michael Caine as Alfred. Michael Caine's the awesome. perfect Alfred, yep. right? That's yep. great. Um, love him in, in that role. They fucked up the two female leads, right? Katie Holmes, yawn. Why did they cast her? And then what was that? What's the other one? Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal. I thought she was good. <laughs> Point, no, I thought she was pointless. I really did. Aaron Eckhart as Two Face. Now this this is another thing that pisses me off about Batman: The Dark Knight, right? Aaron Eckhart as as Harvey Dent too. Very much overlooked in that movie. Very overlooked. Got no oh, ku- yeah. got no kudos at all. He turned in a fantastic performance as He's Harvey brilliant. Dent. And you know what? For me, I, I kind of like Heath Ledger as the Joker. Meh. I was more interested in, in his take on on two. But Harvey Dent is the whole arc of that movie. And yet they fucking kill him off at the end of it. Yeah, that's or supposedly kill him off why, at the end Why of do it. that? Because yeah. then he remains the sympathetic villain. Can I also say, uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon, uh, Gary, Gary Oldman, Oldman yeah. perfect casting yeah. there as well. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not saying they're, they're horrible films. They've got some great moments. Christian Bale, not quite Batman for me. I will always say Val Kilmer was probably a better Batman than Christian Bale. Yep. Um, and I'm a diehard fan of, of Tim Burton's first two movies with Michael Keaton in the role. Mm-hmm. Yes, the suit's clunky and everything else, but the car... Oh, was technology back then. <laughs> the car was better. Actually, even in the, the Joel Schumacher films, the car was still awesome. You get to the, the, the Chris Nolan films with the Tumblr, I'm not convinced, okay? <coughs> I want a sleek car. I don't want a military vehicle. You, you want a, a car a, that needs a grappling hook to a, turn around a corner. Yes. yes. <laughs> essentially, essentially, the first four movies are fantasy. The reboot is stuck in reality, much like... What we've seen in this new Judge Dredd trailer. Yes. Uh, and let me just say that it doesn't thrill me with much you're, confidence. You're not happy about the Judge Dredd trailer uh, at all. I, I, in fondness, I really enjoy Sylvester Stallone's uh, Judge Dredd. Right? I'm out because I've it, never seen it. It, t- it takes a lot of shit, right? Yeah. But the city is over the top. It it's stylized. Fantasy There's fantasy elements. The flying bikes in yeah. it. The trailer for the new Judge Dredd looks like they've just gone to... Uh, they actually shot in, in South uh, Africa, didn't they? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Like they've gone to Cooktown. Cape they've Town. Just, uh, Cape Town. They've <laughs> gone to, <laughs> gone Cooktown, to Cooktown up, up north. north. Fuck, it's hot up here, yeah. especially in their fucking leather and shit. <laughs> right? They've just taken a couple of guys, put them in leather, chucked their helmet on them, yep. and told them to ride down this street 
and it looks it looks so realistic that there is no. I find this is a problem with a lot of, of uh, properties today from, from Hollywood coming out, you know, based on comics and everything else. Everyone's trying to do the real world interpretation it of it. It works in some instances, though. Some, yeah. But Bond? Look, look, Bond is good, right? Bond, it worked well. I, I enjoyed that. But with Batman Begins and Dark Knight, I don't want to see, see where Batman gets his gadgets from. For what me... I like about the t- what I like about the Tim Burton... <laughs> I love my, the fact... My podcast, in, I'm, I'm, I'm talking... I love the fact uh, in Batman 89, he yeah. just has it. He has it. And you know what? And I love the line from, from Jack Nicholson the Joker. Where does he get those wonderful toys? Mm. Right? Good. No one Nolan, fucking Chris knows. Chris Nolan didn't fucking need to tell me and show me how he's grinding the fucking bat things down to make them super sharp and how he, he ordered, what, fucking 10,000 different types of graphite mask and everything. Fucking who cares? An accountant might sit there and go, that's lovely, I really enjoyed how Chris <laughs> Nolan told me that. <laughs> Chris Nolan, I don't give a fuck. Bring out his cool toys, have him shoot shit up and stuff like that and have him beat the bad guys. That's what but I that's want. That's the point because it, they needed to tell... That story had been done and had been done well. They needed to tell a story that hadn't been told. No one had ever done. How did he become Batman? If you're a boring That's fuck... That's the point. You might be an accountant, you might be uh, an IT guy and no bread. I'm not having a dig at you. You're a wonderful IT guy and you've actually got brains. Um, but if you, <laughs> you want a shovel? <laughs> I'm digging a deeper hole. No, Brett is, Brett is a good, uh, good comic fan and I know he probably feels a bit the same way and we'll get him on in a couple of weeks and have a chat about it, but... Um, I think boring people would really enjoy Batman Begins because it's so bogged down in the minutiae of how he became Batman, right? The training sequences with Ra's al Ghul, and of course, and, and on record again, Ra's al Ghul played by Liam Neeson, fucking brilliant casting. Yep. Thought it was amazing, okay? And then they turn around and try and kill him off in the first fucking film. Well, Did they not learn anything we know? There's did they learn anything back. about Batman 89 where they kill the fucking Joker at the beginning of it? Same with Batman Forever where Two-Face dies at the end. Yeah. Um, the Penguin dies in Batman Returns. Well, did he- did they die because in Batman and Robin you, they're, yeah, they're in, the, in, in the asylum and their costumes, <laughs> costumes are, are yeah, yeah, yeah but that's because Joel Schumacher was too busy counting his cash to give a fuck what was going no, on no no he, he, lo- he was looking at the uh, the design of the bat nipples <laughs> on the suits I don't think they're quite perky enough he spent quiet time in the corner just tweaking George Clooney <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone tends to forget that Kilmer had the nipples before Clooney yeah but you know what <laughs> they worked on Kilmer okay um <laughs> Do you know what, like, going back, you know, we've talked about, yeah, Jin's just, let's get it out in the open, we're both fans of the original Tim Burton Batman yep. films, they're our, our I, perfect to, to, to mine, I think Batman Returns is my favourite Batman uh, live action movie. And can I just go See? and say, Amanda, uh, our, our regular co-host, she's not a fan, or didn't, couldn't get into it, you're wrong, Mandy, you're absolutely, absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. Can I just say, what you're saying about what Heath did with the Joker, Yep. you're going to hate this, but the same argument can be made for Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Boy, because mean? they took a character, the way he was in that movie is nothing like he was in the yeah, comics or yeah. how he was portrayed yeah, before. Tim Burton did it right. They had to change the character, still recognizable as that character. They had to change the character to fit that world. Hmm. I just think the Joker was done better. I don't agree. Again, I love these movies, and I well, thought Danny we'll, DeVito was the Penguin. We'll agree was to dis- brilliant. We'll agree to disagree. But um, it's, it's the same uh, thing. It's I, the I, exact the, same the thing. The thing is, the, the, those characters were made to fit into those worlds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't enjoy the worlds of the reboot. Okay. Uh, the, the Nolan films. So I love and and Batman Returns essentially because uh, you know when we t- talk about it, Tim Burton didn't want to come back and do a, a sequel. No. Yeah. Warner Brothers said to him, "You can do what you want with with yeah. the second Batman one." And he went, "Oh, and look what happened." Well, we fucking got- yeah, I'll do it the way I want to do we it. Got Max Shrek. <laughs> yeah, I hate that character. Why? I always have. Walken. He's a great actor. I just even as a little kid watching that movie, I'm like, I don't want to see he this guy. I want to see with the role. <laughs> I want to see. Where was Batman in Batman Returns? He's hardly in it. I wanted to see Batman what, fighting Catwoman in the Penguin. Shut or something no, like that. Hard, he's hardly in that I, movie. I thought he was in it. Pr- I thought plenty. It, was, it was great. But anyway, yeah. there you go. That's uh, we we agree to and, disagree here. And another point before we move on. Yes. Talking about the character and, and doing it better and stuff. How many people does Batman kill in those two movies? Not Did enough. It, particularly um. Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> he put a he put a bomb on his waist and and kicked him. Right. Yeah. He but knew he, he was going to die. Well, hey, 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 hey. What about the what about the there fire breather? There is no breather? proof that guy died. What he about might the fire still be breather? Well, through a tube he, in a wheelchair. He still ain't alive well, after he gets you know the flame out of the back of the Batmobile. Well, ba- ba- uh, let's talk about uh, Batman Begins. He left uh, Rachel Ghul in the bloody train yep. and flew off. Yep. He didn't kill him. 
Oh, bullshit. You're telling... <laughs> it's the exact same thing. Hey, Jim. I don't have to save you, right? I... I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. Is the same thing as I'm going to kick you over there with a in- bomb strapped to you. Gin. That's the most animated I've seen you for a while. <laughs> Calm down, you'll have a stroke on us. Um, there you go. Look, we okay. talked about the films. We're going to agree to disagree. I'm going to ask you your top three Batman films, Brendan. <sighs> three's not enough. <laughs> but uh, if we're going live action only, yep. um, in no particular order, obviously um, the two Nolan films. Yep. Um, can I just say to you, I think Batman Begins... I think The Dark Knight is a fantastic film, I th- and it, it's a fantastic Batman film. I do think Batman Begins is a better Batman film. Mm. I think Dark Knight is a better movie overall, but yep. Batman Begins is a better Batman film. Um, and then if you go in live action, I'd probably have to go Batman Forever. I have a real soft spot for that movie. As much as I love... The yep. first of the Burton movies, and I because I do like the first one better than Batman Returns. Um, because of my age and everything, Batman Forever was the first movie I saw on the big first Batman movie I saw on the big screen. Um, the change in style and everything they were trying to get <clears throat> that younger audience that Batman Returns kind of alienated a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was 11 when Batman Forever came out, I was totally the demographic they were going for. Um, and so it, it worked for you. And so you, it, so you, it worked. And and another thing is I got to meet Val Kilmer last year. Which, I'll rub that in our fucking which faces. Just, which just <laughs> elevated that movie again for me because and was I he fat, by the way. He wasn't that bad. I, I was when he I no, he was really I expected really? him to be fat and arrogant. He was not either. Yeah. I'm I, sure it was really Val Kilmer. It was wasn't, him. A, wasn't a it was Anthony <laughs> Daniels, wasn't it, from Star Wars? <laughs> I, I walked up to Val Kilmer, shook his hand, mm. and I said, Honestly, you were the Batman of my childhood. Um I said, Did you fall into a loving embrace then? Because no, that I said, sounds kind of weird. Did you turn gay for like a little bit? No. <laughs> no. And I told him to his face, I said, honestly, it pisses me off to this day that Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, in the context of history, kind of get mushed into one fucking awful hypercolor movie. Yeah. Batman Forever. Was, it was an alright film. It was, if you look at the two, it was quite dark. Mm. There were dark elements in that well, movie. Well, no, no, no. Joel Schumacher did like to use his fluoro colours in did, it quite a bit. But nothing like Batman and Robin. Batman Forever was a very it was a great Batman movie. And if there was, you know, when I have kids one day when they're getting, you know Oh God help us all. Yeah. You know, seven, eight years old, <laughs> I will show them I would show them Batman Forever before I showed them even the two Burton movies. Yeah. Wait, can I just uh, uh, can you just make a note? Mm. We have to kick him in the crutch before he leaves the podcast so he can't breathe. <laughs> okay. Um no, we, we have so, a- so your top three films are Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Batman Forever. That's that your will, top That now, will change I'm in about gonna, twenty days though. I'm, oh. just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna quickly ask you out of the animated ones, just pick one out of an animated feature for Batman, what would probably be your favourite? There's a tie yep. for Mask of the Phantasm yep. and Under the Red Hood. Yeah, fantastic. Ginge, if I asked you what are your top three Batman films, the live action uh, ones? Batman, Batman Returns. Yeah, Batman Forever. Yeah, I'm, Can I'm I just actually, say, none of us have spoken about Batman and Robin. We're right? to, we'll, we'll quickly get to that in a sec. I'm just going to back you up. My, the yeah. less said, the better. My choice for the top three, exactly the same yep. as yours. Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever. Awesome movies. Um, Skipping along to your quick, uh, your animated one, what would you pick for best animated? Um, yeah, the, the Batman animated series. What, Mask of the Phantasm? Mask of the Phantasm for you? Yeah. I'm actually going to go... Sub-Zero was really good too, I'm actually. going to pick um, the Batman Under the Red Hood. I think it was one of the best they've ever done. There you go. That's going to be our poll of the week up on Facebook, your favourite Batman film. But we're going to open it up. It can be animated or feature mm. film, okay? Ginge, we can't have a podcast without you doing your obscure movie or TV series of the week. Okay. This week's obscure series, Ginge. All right. As soon as I pull this out, Brendan's going to have a heart attack. Birds of Prey. <laughs> you bought it. <laughs> I was holding that in my hand the other day, and I was like, oh, should I get it? Uh, Batman Birds of Prey. Uh, not essentially Batman Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey, the television series. Yep. Early 2000s, um, it came out. It yeah. had... Uh, here in 2003. Yep. It had uh, Huntress in it. It had... Black um, Canary. Black Canary. Canary and, Oracle. And Oracle. Well, it's kind of Black Canary, because when you watch it, She's Black Canary is her, actually her mum. Yeah. And it, it takes... It, it very much takes... Uh, yeah... It takes it, from everywhere and it mushes it up into its though, own law. She's the daughter of Batman and Cat 
Woman. Huntress. Huntress is mm. the daughter of Batman, Catwoman. And then uh, Batman and Catwoman disappear. She has abilities or something, too. Yeah, they, 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 She's got that the modern, metahuman. The, that, the modern generation, and she fights not <coughs> traditional villains. They're all metahumans. You can, yeah. you like can Gotham tell. Gotham City has become... Uh, like Batman and, and, and Catwoman, they disappear. Gotham City. Well, well, Catwoman of, was killed. Catwoman was killed. Batman disappears. Disappears. Because um, Alfred's in the show quite a bit. That's right. Yeah, yeah but uh, a Gotham kind of changes. Suddenly, everyone's running around with metahuman abilities. You can yeah. tell very much that it came out around the same time as Smallville. It, well, it was. And I think even at one point they, they talk piece. about meteor rocks and stuff yeah. in one of the episodes. You can. Yeah, if there was potential for tie-in, Smallville took it was going to happen. Birds of Prey didn't, which is actually quite sad because it was a pretty good series. I enjoyed it, and the fact that I I, I loved it, I, I I tuned in and got to see the very first episode on television. Yep, and. Uh, the very first thing starts up and it's a song by Oasis. Anyone know, knows me knows that I'm a big <laughs> yeah. Oasis. And here's a, here's a TV show about the characters that I love with an Oasis song you starting hooked. it. I went, fuck you. Yeah. This, that, this that show's the for fact me. That you love the fact that if you wanted to see Barbara Gordon's boobs, you could just go and watch Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But a, a very and she was a ginger. A yeah. very good series. Um, so she takes on kind of... Some of them are slight twists on classic villains. Like mm. there's, um, It's not Mr. Free she takes on, but she takes on a metahuman who literally has freeze powers. Like he mm. can chill stuff down and all that kind of stuff. Um, she hooks up with a cop uh, from the, yeah. police, uh, the Gotham City Police Department. Well, Harley Quinn's the main protagonist through the main whole series. Yeah. Well, yeah, she plays the psychiatrist. Mm. Yep. You know? very, look, very good series. Uh, you can grab it all on DVD. It is now. That's what you've got in your hands there is the box set. Ging- Not officially here in Australia. Out though. of... Fo- uh, yes, you can. No, no. no, no you can't go to, say, JB and buy it. Oh, okay. You need to buy it it's through... An yeah, yeah. Oh well, I'm, I'm wrong. Then there you go. But if you're, clear, you got that on record, Todd saying I'm wrong. Yeah, I was no. Actually, I'll back. I was mistaken. I was mistaken. Not wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ginge, out of five, what would you give Birds of Prey? Four. Four. Four, four out, out of five. five. I really enjoyed this TV show, and if you pick up the DVD, it also has the uh, the web exclusive animated series, the female heroes rogues gallery from Gotham. Can I just say that cop? That what thing? else is that cop in? Uh, just, just He's, He's uh, it was is it n- not CSI? It's um, NCI. Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Minds. That's right. He's a cop in Criminal Minds. Uh, very, very good. Brendan, what would you give Birds of Prey? I've only really ever seen half of it. Yep. I've never seen the Out whole thing. Out of what you've watched, what would you give it? Probably three, three and a half. Really? I'm yeah. going to go. Uh, I'm going to go four and a half. Only I because my memory it. isn't Absolutely as clear it. as because yep. you guys. And the yeah. chicks in it were stunning. It's, so it's there a, you go. Uh, yeah, I'm really disappointed that it, it kind of never went anywhere. Check it out. Head along. You can either import it in yourself or go along to good DVD retailers, and they should be able to get you a copy of Birds of Prey, the complete series. There on DVD. Now, how many video? Uh, how many DVDs is it, Ginge? Oh, jeez, I don't. Uh, how Two many DVDs? Discs. Uh, I think there's about four discs on it, and it, it is chock a block. There's no uh, uh, disappointing. There isn't as many uh, behind the scenes sort of no, stuff. No, but it does it? actually have the Gotham Girls, a complete series, which yep. is all 30 episodes of the animated web-based series featuring the female heroes and rogues from Gotham City. I remember that was a big thing on uh, WarnerBrothers.com when that, this was I airing. I am going to have to borrow that off of you. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm still waiting for my copy that, uh, you know, I thought someone would buy me because I'm special, but no. no. Well, one... well. Feeling left out. While we're here, here you go. <laughs> no, no, no. I bought it for you, dude. You're lying to no, me. No, I'm, I'm serious. I bought I bought two copies. I bought one for me and I bought one for you. Did you? Oh, okay, we're just going to see no, some... I'm just fucking invisible. We're just going to see well, some... Well, you <laughs> live in Brisbane, so fuck you. You can buy it anytime you want. We're going to see some man love on the uh, yeah. podcast. Can I, just, can I just say, while we're here, we haven't spoken about Batman and Robin. It's always cast as the... the bastard, say, the, the bastard child. child. Sorry, Tom. I mean, but... Right. <laughs> Just relating a quick thing about Batman and Robin. Do you know, um, apparently, this is, this comes from like on documentaries and everything else, He used to, Joel Schumacher, the director, yep. used to walk in on set during the filming of it and go, remember people, we're filming a cartoon. That's what, how he saw mm. Batman and Robin, that it was over-the-top mm-hmm. um, fun and frivolity. Okay? Almost a throwback to the 60s series. He, it was his Batman and Robin is a 90s version of the 60s show. And you know Clearly. What? He has apologised. George Clooney has apologised. I don't think Arnold Schwarzenegger has ever apologised. Um, George Clooney said uh, in an interview that he had killed the Bat franchise with yeah. that movie. So he knew from day one that it was a bad version of it. Mm. But some of the blame has to come back on Warner Brothers because they saw the potential from toy sales and everything else from Batman Forever, the toy companies 
had a, a direct say in what would go into Batman and Robin. And the, what the vehicles, what the, the vehicles costumes would look, look like. Joel Schumacher had a very limited say on that. It was the toy companies went in and went, we want this in there because we've already got toys being made for this, this, this and They that. couldn't wait for Val Kilmer to return. No, they Because had Warner get... Brothers needed them to go straight into it, but he'd already signed on to visit the island of Doc... No, the Saint. The Saint, which is a great fucking movie. Great movie there. Um, yeah, they, they couldn't wait for, for Batman to go... And that's the other thing that I also like about the Nolan films is it has been, apart from the Katie Holmes fuck-up that they recast, it has been one cast all the way through. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him that, I'll ha- I will hand him that, at least he's stuck with it, it's been one Batman. Although, once again, now you know that the final one's coming out in, what, two weeks? Yeah, um, about, about 20 days. 20 days, well, three and, weeks. And you know after that, it's just going to be It's going to be rebooted it's again. Be, yeah. the, the, they're just going to get the Nico, scribe it through those last three Which movies and start again. But, um, uh, uh they have said that the new Superman will not be no. in the continua- in con- continuity of a Justice League. Oh, so they st- said that. Oh, so okay. If, so, uh, Which to me would be the perfect... That would be a perfect in. Zack Snyder said, I don't Superman. want my Batman to have anything to do with... Superman. A, uh, uh, sorry, Superman. But have anything to do with the Justice thing, League. You, I mean, you're a director. I can't blame Nolan and whoever else for coming in and going, I want to tell this story... I don't want to be... This is the thing I, with the Marvel films. I do like them. But as a direct, a creative person coming in yeah, and you're going, okay, I want to tell this story. Do you know probably why the Marvel but films But I need have been, to tell this story. Do you know why and the Marvel films have been so successful? Is because Marvel I do, Studios I understand have that. had a, a controlling hand knowing yep. where they want to steer their franchise. Warner Brothers... Um, and, and they cop a lot of criticism for this with the Superman movies, the Green Lantern movie that came out, which didn't do as good as everyone thought. It's because they leave it to the director to tell their version, and they don't worry about where the franchise is heading. Well, Green Lantern that, wasn't the director. It was because there was too many people too involved. Many, too many people. But Warner Brothers can't seem to get their, their finger on the pulse. Matter of fact, their finger is jammed up their ass as far away from the pulse as it can be. <laughs> they can't get what Marvel's doing... Right, they can't do it themselves, and that's the problem. If, if someone at Warner Brothers could get in charge and, and push everything the way that Marvel Studios have pushed, we would see an amazing bunch of movies coming out leading towards a great The other Justice thing, too, movie. Where, where Marvel, to me, are dropping the ball are they'll make a good movie, Thor, for example. Yep. Brilliant director Kenneth Branagh. They won't pay to have him back. It's not that. Uh, Kenneth Branagh said he had one Thor story to tell, and he's, he No, he wanted it. to do a sequel. Uh, conflicting reports. They there. couldn't. They couldn't wait. But even the uh, the Captain America director. That I thought that was a good movie too. They're getting. They'll get a good director to launch it. Then they'll get a cheap ass TV director to come in. And we haven't seen any of these sequels yet, so we can't comment on what the quality is going to be like. But they've got the talent right I there. I still think you'll find that they'll be reasonably good. They've films. got the talent. Oh, they they may be, but they've got the talent. You know me. I'm a DC and they, Warner Brothers and they, boy, and they know what works. Yet Marvel's they won't. Got it right. You know, they've they've gone for a director of a couple of episodes of Community, which is a great show, by the way, yep. um, to you know direct the, the Captain America sequel. You know what they should do? They should tap Ginger and I to go over and direct some films from Hollywood, if you're listening, we are whores. We will do it for very minimal money. You know what? Disney, actually, you know, tell you what, we'll pay you. We'll give you 500 bucks if you <laughs> let us direct something. Hey, well, they, if, if, you, if you want to talk about directors, <laughs> directors that have got a story that they want to tell, look at Sam Ramai when he did um, uh, Darkman. He wanted to do The Shadow. Mm. He wanted to do the shadow, couldn't get the rights, couldn't get yep. the rights, couldn't get anywhere near went it. Off and so he created went, his own thing. Went all right. Well, this is the story I want to tell anyway. Chris Nolan, if, if he wanted to tell a Batman story, but couldn't get the rights to Batman, he could have gone off and done his own thing. Anyone can. That's it's, it's hmm. being you know like you can do your own creation. Much like what we always say, uh, Constantine should have been, shouldn't have been called Constantine. Could it was have a great movie, but it had nothing to do with Hellblazer. Mm. Could could have been anything called anything else. That yep. way, it would have no. Um, Nothing over the top of it saying it should be this, it should be that. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, I'm just still chuffed that you've given me Birds of Prey, man. That's right, man. Fantastic. Uh, just before we, uh, before we leave, um, the old 1943 movie serial, black and white movie serial. Yep. If you can, check it out. It's an awesome rendition of Batman and Robin. Uh, these guys... It's not the one with the floppy ears, is it? Where he's well, running in the floppy uh, ears. I think that ver- the one you're thinking of is the later version. Later version, yep. But the, 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 the 1943, it was just... You know, the action is guys throwing themselves at other blokes. Yeah, you know, yeah. like jumping through the air. That's not gay in any way. Can I... Honestly. Can I point something out to you? A bit of um, a fact with the... Uh, 1943 serial that you may not know. Yeah. Yep. Um, the person who played Batman is 
uh, an actor named Lewis Wilson. Mm. He is the father of Michael G. Wilson, who is now uh, in partnership with Barbara Broccoli. That res- <coughs> pardon me. They are responsible for the Bond films. Okay, cool. And that's, that's wow. weekly dose yeah, of after, after Batman, Bond is my thing, and I didn't realise till this year yep. there is a direct link from the first ever Batman on the big screen to to current day James Bond, the the guy who is producing those movies. His dad was the first ever person to play you know Batman. What? This Did is a Batman like, podcast, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> no, fucking Bond. Bond. <laughs> Ginger, it's I can make direct links fact. to things as well. Do you know what? The fact that I took a dump yesterday is a direct <laughs> link to the fact that Ginge. Talk shit a lot of the fucking time. <laughs> no, can, can I can just I get a high five? There you go. <laughs> can I just say I absolutely love the animated Batmobile yes. and the Batmobile in Batman '89. Yeah, both Batman Returns. Both my choice. Actually, you know, they tie for awesome I, Batmobile. I, 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 I enjoy the designs in Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. I loathe the Batman tumbler. and Robin. I can't stand the Batmobile. And I didn't mind terrible. it, but I loathe the Tumbler. I, I, the Tumbler it, it goes back to the world in which it's in. It yeah. needs to be a realistic thing. But uh, when in any of the Batman comics has, you know, the no. Tumblr I, I, type it, design... Nah, he's got a sleek car in the returns comics. when he drives a tank. Remember, <laughs> this, this has been an awesome... Can I just say, as a bat, diehard Bat fan, this has been an awesome podcast. But we could probably get, go we, on for another hour. We've got to get to the friendly, end of it. Friendly debate. We've got to get to the end of it. Let's just say, um, ba- Brennan's fucking wrong with these <laughs> shitty yeah, no, new movies. What about, what about, you know, like, you're meant to be polite to your guest and... Oh, fuck oh, that. Not on our podcast, been to their will. <laughs> uh, one quick thing. You did get a little bit of information there on the Justice League ride going into movie yes. world. Jins, you'll be interested in this. Cool. Um... Uh, yeah, it's uh, Justice League Alien Invasion 3D. Yep. It's going in where the Batman ride used to be, which yep. is still disappointing that it's gone, but I digress. Um, it's going to be in a building that's 2,000 square metres uh, in size. It's a five-minute ride that's going to um, incorporate 197 metres um, of, like, coaster and special effects, 18 animatronics, um, 3D projections on eight screens, including a smoke screen. 20 custom vehicles um, equipped with a laser optical blaster that will interact with 105 real targets scattered um, between sets between 200 to 300 virtual targets on the screen um, and each player will see his or her own individual score um, on board their vehicle. Okay. So in other words, Ginge, you and I have been on something like this in America. Called the Toy Story Ride. Uh, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, yeah. Buzz Lightyear's Buzz Toy Light- Story Ride. Buzz Lightyear. Where essentially you hop in a little carriage and it flies around and you've got laser guns that you can shoot at shit. You know what? One of the most boring rides I've been on over there. There's a different version of that I think it's at Disneyland, or it might be, it might be at California Adventure. That is still Toy Story based, yep. Um, but it's different to the one that we went on. Okay. Uh, and I think it's just Justice League one's meant to be more like that. Okay. Oh right. Um, yeah, have they got a rough opening date for when we're going to see this spring, opening in Australia? Spring, so September, September maybe, yeah. October kind of thing. And I just thought of something else that I found out through the week too, because you're a bit of a Lego nut. Yep. Um, Warner Brothers announced that they're doing a um, Superman, like a DC superheroes Lego movie. Movie, yes. Um, Channing Tatum as Superman. They're trying what? to get. They're trying to get. Um, but Will Arnett has been cast as Batman. Batman. Yep. Yeah. There you go. And so ru- rumoured that it won't be animation. just. Uh, I, I heard the other day it won't be just um, the DC um, comic type characters. There's rumour you might see um, Harry Potter. The Lego Harry Potter stuff in there as well. Okay. It base, from what I was told, though, it bases around like a creator who comes into this universe. So there would be pop-ups from. One thing I'm not Lego sure about though is if so. it's if it's if it's going to be direct to DVD or big screen because I've heard big screen, but I who could knows? Be wrong. I guess uh, more more news yet to come. Mm. And on Geekspeak, we will bring you that news as it breaks, either on the Facebook page. Can I become or the official our... Batman correspondent? We might have to. Give <laughs> it. We might give you can an honor- like cross to me. We might give an honorary thing to Brandon there as our Bat. <laughs> Just because wearing a Batman shirt today. Anyway, there you go. Um, that was your final thought. A bit of news there about the Justice League. Right? Yeah, oh, wait, I'll, I'll go on it when it, when it yeah. opens. Um, Ginger, any final thoughts from you? No, I, I just... Uh, Batman Returns is the best Batman movie. On record, <laughs> as said. Um, I'm going to go and uh, give Ginger some man love soon for buying me Birds of Prey. That's, That's my right. final thought. I'm going to leave before that happens. Yeah. No, no, you have will. to sit here and watch it. That's what you have and to do. And say, oh, what a lovely tea party. <laughs> That's right. That's, that's, that's what, what you have to do for being in the podcast. <laughs> Um, a special thank you to Brendan like, Mate, thanks for coming on and having a chat yes. about all things Batman today. Anytime. We don't always agree, but Anytime, I hope you're fun. Anytime. Um, Ginge, once again, thank you for on the, being on the pots and pans over there. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. Make sure you head along to... Uh, YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV. The website... 
Uh, girlygeekspeak.com.au And can I just say Amanda will be back next week as per usual we'll be back to our normal podcast next week this has just been a Batman special something a little bit special pop along to the cinema check out Batman Dark Knight Rises coming out in about uh, we three weeks a, we should do a review episode we might that. have to do something like that but pop along check it out tell us what your favourite Batman movie is on the uh, Facebook page and give us some feedback if you think Ginger and I are wrong and Brendan's right about the Chris Nolan films tell us if you think Brendan's an idiot and Ginger and I love Bat nipples <laughs> Tell us, but uh, make sure you do head along again, to the Facebook Again, again, for the record, I do love those movies. <laughs> I just need to say that one more time because I don't want to be you know, cast as a hater of those films because I'm not. Fantastic. While you're so, on the Facebook page this week, if you like Batman stuff, uh, the history of, of uh, Red Robin, from yes. Robin to Red Robin. Amanda did a great piece on that. And, Check it out. And also the Court of Owls review. That's hosted by moi, me. The best looking guy on, on uh, Geekspeak. There you go. Thank you very much. Brendan, the Bat <laughs> Fanatic. God, that was a slow I didn't one. know I was going to do that. <laughs> Brendan, the Bat Fanatic. Wade Thompson on Pots and Pans. See you next week. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Catch you then. <laughs>